in people's lives, there's only maybe a half dozen, seven, eight categories that really matter. <laughs> Most people, you know, they major in minor things. <laughs> oh, man, Tony. Starting strong, Tony. <laughs> they focus on stuff that doesn't matter. They know more about this celebrity going in and out of rehab than they do about their own personal development. But I look at and say, if you look at your body, Without that, everything else is out the door. You don't want to be richest man in the graveyard. That's not going to do it. If there is energy, if there's vitality, if there's strength, it's going to show up in your relationship. It's going to. Show- so again, what has he said that is um, actionable, useful advice? He's just saying words <laughs> and then speaking them in like a, oh, if you do this, everything's going to be so good. Show up in your business. Show up in your life. That's it. You got a master. You can't dabble. It's too important. Emotions are everything. False. Liar. Emotions are everything. <laughs> so again, uh, it just shows that Tony is about femcentrism, right? Um, emotions overall, right? It's not about uh, working hard. It's not about, you know, uh, being a good person. It's not about... Uh, helping people. It's not about becoming stronger, becoming better, um, you know, striving for success. No. Emotions are everything. I mean, you got a ton of money, you got everybody loves you, and your primary emotions are pissed off and frustrated. Then if everybody loved you and you had a ton of money, uh, then uh, your primary emotion wouldn't be angry and frustrated. Uh, angry and frustrated are emotions that help you to change. So, like, fundamentally something's wrong with your life. That's what's going on. No, this is bullshit, Tony. Your life's pissed off and frustrated. It doesn't matter if you got a billion dollars or a million people loving you. Uh, yeah, okay, so this is what Tony's saying. By the way, this advice is like... Um, this advice is uh, like the advice that girls might ask for, you know, but it's like, again, saying it doesn't matter if you got a billion dollars. Um, no, basically no one on the planet will ever have a billion dollars. Even now, uh, the billionaire metric is like a handful of people um, and a million people loving you. Uh, that doesn't exist. Um, celebrities are not loved, quote unquote, by a million people. Celebrities are, you know, warships, right? But they're not truly loved because the people don't truly know them, right? So no, this is like, what he's talking about is billion dollars and celebrity, and the, but he's trying to give advice to like normal people. Like, no, this is, this is terrible advice. <laughs> Your life is not great. Relationships intimate relationships especially it's where the most juice in life comes from it's where the most pain comes from most people it's so again what is what is the point here what tony's saying is the most important thing in life is not you as your mental point of origin no the most important thing is your relationship happy wife happy life right to avoid pain make your partner happy like and and i'll bet he'll use the word partner too no, it's not partner, it's boyfriend and girlfriend. It's not partner, it's husband and wife. And it's not an equal relationship. It's um, one person leads and the other person follows and that person leading needs to be the man. Like, man, Tony. It's worth mastering instead of dabbling. 
you know, really looking at what are you going to do with your time? So he's, he's saying that, uh, <laughs> like relationships are the most important. Like, like Tony, what are you doing, Tony? And mastering your time. Instead of having a checklist, you cross it all off. You can mistake movement for achievement. I, I want to squeeze out of that time what matters. What? What? What do you? What? What did that even mean? You, 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 you movement for achievement. You mistake movement for achievement. Like what? <laughs> Who wrote these bullet points, Tony? This is bull crap. <laughs> Oh, you mistake movement for achievement. Um, you need visualization. You need, oh my God, Tony. It's just, I don't know what to tell you. Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios, here for another reaction video. If you're new to the channel, liking the content, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content. Patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Just go there and subscribe to the Nebula tier. And again, I really do appreciate your support, guys. Uh, again, that's patreon.com slash the Helios blog. All right, uh, here you go. That creates value for me and for everyone I care about and love. What about your career or your business and the mastery of that instead of dabbling? Most, most businesses are dabblers. That's why they don't make it. 96%, you know, any 10-year period of time, 4% make it. That doesn't even mean they're profitable. And it does not mean they're enjoying themselves, all right? Or they're getting anybody else to feel good really mastering money so that it's it's not a question in your life you can do and be and give and share as much as you want you're not stressed about it you live in a place of abundance and then spiritually he's just like oh my god it's like let's just t let's just touch on all the talking points that that people think about say nothing about them just mention them and and put the motivational music behind and and that's it like, this guy is no substance, zero substance, not even a little bit of actionable advice. It's just zero, zero, zero. He is not saying anything. He's just, everything's going to be okay. Just visualize. Just use your time properly. Just focus on all the important things in life. But he doesn't say how to do it. He doesn't say what to do. He doesn't say, uh, he doesn't explain like the, the underlying principles underneath. He doesn't tell you how. He doesn't, Tony, your advice is useless and you're a scammer. <laughs> really? I think. Buy my books. Now, I don't tell people what to believe spiritually, but I believe that ultimately, whatever you believe, you got to live it, and it should lead to growing and giving. Right. So, what's the what's the moral of the story here? The moral is this: men listen to this, right? And it says, it doesn't matter what you do, you have to grow and you have to give. So, what what's the point? The point is this: men have to become better so that they can give away their money, so they can give away their time, so they can give away their attention. You see how how dangerous this kind of advice is. For, for men to follow. Like, and women hear this advice and they're like, yeah, men need to get stronger so they can support me. Meanwhile, they've wasted their their youth, 18 to 23, sleeping around with Chad and uh, you know, now they're 28, 29, 32 and they need a guy to support them and this advice hits perfectly, right? So t again, Tony is just manipulating um, people's, uh, like, like 
basically is manipulating the modern uh, social framework for his advantage, for his monetary gain. And all it does is hurt people, right? So, Tony, like, what is this? If you're growing, you feel alive. If you're giving, you feel 10 times more alive. You see? So what's the point? Give stuff away. Get better so you can get better at giving stuff to others. You see what I'm saying? It's it's like what do do you see how exploitative that is? This is what's ingrained in men in the West, right? This is what's ingrained. What's ingrained is you are a useful idiot for us. You will get better. You will get stronger. You'll get more money. So you can give away that money to us. That's called mental point of origin, right? So Roro Tomasi talks about it. The point is you need to be the mental point of origin in your own life. It's not other people. It's not I'm going to grow so that I can give away what I've, what I've had to others. Basically, what that means is you become a slave effectively to other people. No, you live life on your terms, not on others' terms. So this is terrible advice again. It's it's all, all bad. And I think if someone can celebrate and give, then that's spiritual state. So to me, those are the... Like, again, and he said nothing about spirituality either. What he said, his stance on spirituality is, I don't care what you believe in. I'm not going to impose any belief set on you. You can do whatever you want. Like... Again, what is the point? Why would he say that? Because if a woman hears, you know, you telling her, you have to do this, you must do this, this is the, you know, this is what you should do, then she's going to feel attacked, she's going to feel pressure, she's going to feel like she has to do something. And because that makes her uncomfortable, because it forces you to move from your position of basically being a loser to a position of not being a loser, um, he, he doesn't say it. So Tony, again, is, a, is just a scammer. Um, all right. Um, let's go to an article by Rollo. This is SMV in Girl World. So again, Rollo Tomasi, author of The Rational Mail. Just look him up. Um, required reading for any man. If you haven't been to the Badger Hut, why not? As reluctant as I am to th- uh, thread Jack Badger, I'm compelled to repost his YouTube find because it and his post were instrumental in opening my eyes to a fresh take on old social conventions. The Manosphere has been awash in articles detailing the bedroom fund marketplace and the impact women's short-term versus long-term strategies have for them, as long as I've been writing about gender issues. These analyses range from the biological consequences of the insidious life-damaging punishment a socialized feminine primacy inflicts upon unassuming members of both genders. The most recent manifestation of this has been the social shaming effects of the Man Up 2.0 popularizations of mainstream media. You see? So, Tony is talking about this man-up dynamic right here. Uh, You can read Badger's breakdown of the history of women lamenting their ignorance, willful by design, uh, of the true nature of the SMP, the bedroom fund marketplace, and the inevitability of the impact with the wall, which I co-sign. However, I recently had a somewhat inspired post about exactly the nature of the modern bedroom fund marketplace about a week ago. So yes, I'm guilty of cracking this topic more than once, but it took this video to really bring home the association of how womanism, equalism, and the feminine imperative conspire to reinvent bedroom fund market value for women. So again, uh, the video he's talking about is this one, 29 uh, to 31 by Garfunkel and Oates. So just look, look it up, okay? SMV. 
Last week, I graphed out my own rudimentary overview of how the SMP lays out the bedroom fund marketplace, as well as the bedroom fund market values relative to each gender. Although I began a bit tongue-in-cheek, in all earnestness, I attempted to visually plot out what a person's timeline might look like if he or she were to have a God's-eye perspective when their SMV will be at its apogee, when it builds, and when it wanes. As with everything I put to the keyboard, my effort was to get to the honest nuts and bolts of the bedroom fund marketplace. So this is the graph if you've never seen it. Um, so if you can't read it, um, women's, uh, SMV, uh, improves, increases to 10 by the age of around 23 and then starts to decline, uh, sharply and it reaches, um, about halfway. Uh, so she becomes as attractive as she was at 15, uh, at 30 and then it keeps dropping lower and lower and lower, um, until at 35, 36, um, she's mostly um, uncompetitive, okay? So that's women. Men basically have no value until, uh, like, they don't even compare to women's value at at 15 or 30 years old. They don't even compare to that value when they're 20, when they're 25. But when they're about 30 years old, men, their value is about the same as women's at 30. Then it keeps improving, 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 improving until it's about 40. And then it starts to decline slowly. So what's the point of that? The point of this graph is that women try to lock down men when their value is about halfway declined and when their value is about the same as men's value. They're making a long-term bet for the future, right? Now, the way that it used to be is men, uh, men and women would get married around 20 when men's value was low and women's value was high. And because they're married, they're forced to stay together and the man's value keeps increasing, 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 increasing. And the girl gets the benefit in the future while the guy gets the benefit right now. He gets the benefit of having children with a girl who's high value. Nowadays, what ends up happening is the following. Women waste the age of 18 to 28, right? And... Um, then they start looking for a serious relationship once they've, quote-unquote, had their fun and are ready to settle down. And the problem with this is that what it does is it um, makes men not want to marry or date them because they've given away their best already, right? And so the only men that would get with a girl like that are men that are truly desperate. Okay. So this was an effort in defining contemporary realistic view of how bedroom fund market value fluctuates at, for, each, for each gender. I think it's comparatively reflective, if a bit rough. However, I approached this graph from a male perspective in that its intent was to educate men of their bedroom fund potential later in life and to plan accordingly. What I failed to account for is feminization's influence on women's and by association men's gestalt understanding of their own SMV. Given the plenitude of Manosphere articles devoted to a woman's distorted and deluded interpretations of their bedroom fund market value, I figured this had been done to death, but it took Badger's post and a video to make new thoughts in my head. As if on cue, Team Red vents his frustration from yesterday's comment thread. Why should money even matter anymore to these women in the long term, when it seems like the majority of them have put their careers first and put marriage or kids off until later in life? It seems like the dating world is polluted with 30-plus-year-old career women that have been riding the carousel 10 to 15 years and are now ready to settle down and pop out two to three kids by the ripe old age of 40. What these women seem to have forgotten is the greater risks involved having children so late in life. I found this comment apropos since it sums up my epiphany. Women want to be men. 
This is the legacy that a since-decayed womanist social impetus has imparted to the generations of both men and women, who've come after the Glorium Steinems got married themselves and blew away. Women need to be the men of tomorrow. I suppose I should have seen this messaging long before reading Badger's blog, and in honesty, I think the greater part of Matrix thinking revolves around real reversal. But this is more than reversal. Women want to be men. If a man can wait until his maturation develops, his achievements are more actualized and his SMV peaks at 38 to 40, equalism says, why shouldn't you, man-girl? Whether in terms of dom versus sub, uh, or in terms of respect or social entitlement, women want to be men. This is what 60 plus years of feminization has taught women is valuable and taught men to accommodate for. In fact, men are lesser men for not offering a woman uh, a hand up to manhood. Feminization in this respect is the ultimate form of envy acculturate con- consecutive generations of both um, genders willing to masculinize women into prominence. This is the heart of the feminine imperative and feminine primacy. So again, you can um, read more of this on the rational mail. Let's go back to the let's go back to the video here. Here's I look at mastering, you know, business for sure, but it's the areas of life that matter most and it's most of where we spend our time doesn't make people feel fulfilled. That's why the average person is not fit and healthy. The average person is not in a relationship where they have tremendous... Oh my God. So this guy is saying the reason why people aren't in relationships is because they don't do stuff that makes them happy. Like what? (laughs) Tony, what are you saying, Tony? That's such bullshit. (laughs) Wow, Tony. No, that's not why the, the majority of men are not in relationships. The majority of men are not in relationships because they're invisible to women. Because women don't see those men. Because they're not competitive. They're not in the top 10%. And the reason so many women are not in relationships is because the standards are too high. They've wasted their time. And now they're not competitive anymore. So both genders are not in relationships because they're not competitive for different reasons. It's not because they didn't do stuff that makes them happy. No, life is not all about this happiness garbage. Like, what? Tony. This passion. I'm not a dummy. I'm not a positive thinker. I know the truth. Uh Uh-huh. You're not a dummy. You're a positive thinker. You know the truth. So why do you lie to people then? Why do you tell them this, this, this word salad that doesn't mean anything? Trick them and then sell them your products, huh? The average person is not successful in business. The average person is not earning what they want to earn. But you know what? Very few people have those things, but a few do. A few are happy, fulfilled, spiritually alive, financially strong. Their business is growing. They have passionate love affairs. And I'm obsessed with finding the few who do and find out what they do different and teaching to everybody. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's so cool and great that you're doing this marketing for yourself. But um, what you're teaching people is wrong. And it hurts them. So, Tony, get another job. I mean, I know you won't because it makes you so much money. But you should for the benefit of all those people you say you want to help. Everyone's going to measure themselves differently. If you listen to this guy's advice, you're actively hurting yourself. You're enriching this man at your expense. That's what you do if you listen to him. He's a liar. He's not going to tell you the truth. He's going to tell you... Um, you know, um, nice words that mean nothing, uh, put the motivational music in the background, and at the end, you're no better than when you started. So it's effectively um, the M word. Let's put it that way. Mental M word. 
because everyone values things differently. You Some see, people... everyone values things differently. Everyone's different. Everyone's special. Everyone's emotions matter. And, all, and emotions are all that matter. And uh, I don't care what you worship. And do you see what I'm saying? He's just trying to include as many people possible in his, um, in his group and lie to all of them for his own monetary gain. That's, that's Tony's thing value success or significance some people value love more some value just basic levels of certainty um so when i look at the specific metrics i really look at uh, metrics of what are the things that need to be measured to know if your life is going to work or not hasn't mentioned any of these things hasn't talked about any of these things doesn't give any actionable advice just uh, spits platitudes and garbage and predatory nonsense for his own monetary gain. Tony, you're a scammer. Look at his... Again, how can you look at this guy's face and not think he's a predator, right? You can see in his eyes, he's got the predatory eyes. He has the hawk eyes. You know what I'm talking about? Men like this don't have your best interest at heart. So I look at it as our whole lives are guided moment to moment by the state rent. Learning how to change your state... Not bullshit, not fake, but to go from... Oh, my God. <laughs> that Tony would say this. That Tony would say this is an embarrassment. Not bullshit or fake? Yeah. Okay, Tony. <laughs> you cannot make this shit up, guys. <laughs> What an embarrassment. Like, what do you want me to say? Your, that is your job. That's what you do. You get a thousand people, two thousand people in a hole. You lie to all of them. And then you gain money off of it. Like, you're going to tell me that you're not a liar and scammer? What, what does any of this mean? You go from pissed off, frustrated, and freaked out back to your center. What is this spiritual woo-woo nonsense? How about... Exercise regularly, uh, every day, or e four times a week minimum. How about, um, you know, uh, how about work on your business regularly? How about um, struggle and try and practice and fail um, because you learn through failure and iteratively improve what you're working on so that you can be successful? How about that instead of this garbage advice, Tony? How about that? pissed off, frustrated, freaked out, to back in your center, or creative, or uh, determined, or something that's going to move you forward. It's going to create a better quality of life for you and others. So, I still haven't determined what Tony's saying that means anything. He's just a politician. He's just saying words with the motivational music in the background. He's not saying, why do your relationships fail? Well, Tony's uh, thesis for why relationships fail is people aren't doing things that make them happy. You're unhappy and so you fail all your relationships. No, that's not, that's not why. Because unhappy emo guys get laid all the time. But they're competitive. They're top 10% men. You see? Oh, Tony. You're lost. Don't listen to this guy. He's going to ruin you. All right. My gut feeling with, was right. So my GF, who is 21, for three years, went traveling with a friend. Then suddenly started acting different. I called her and confronted tonight, and damn, too bad my gut feeling was right. She cheated on me. Uh, this was from 17 hours ago. Again, guys, this tale is all too common. 
we're, we're not out here like letting our girls go on solo vacations, right? Or with their or going on girls' night out or having male friends. That's how you get cheated on, guys. We're not out here doing that stuff. If you're gonna do that, you're going to end up miserable alone, and uh, you know, very miserable. And the reason is because, like. If you're going to be the useful idiot that lets your girl do whatever she wants, she will take advantage and destroy your relationship. Like, they will do whatever, um, like, here's, here's how women work. As much as they can possibly push on your boundaries, that's how much they will push on your boundaries. As much as you let them push, that's how much they'll push. They will never let it go. And that's because women's nature is the test to make sure that you actually are her, her pergamous ideal and that she didn't make a mistake. All right, let's look at the let's look at the comments here. 81 of those. You're young. This too shall pass. The best lesson is trust your gut, which it sounds like you already know. Um, actually, gut check is important. Gut, gut check is, is real. Um, if you feel like something is wrong in your relationship, it's your, it's your mind subcommunicating to you that something is wrong. Um, yeah, pay attention. Uh, and then somebody asked what happened. She went with another guy at a club. Three years for me was another man's one night hookup. That's right. Uh, here's a 12 upvotes. Could have been worse, bro. At least you're not half-packed and quit your job, getting ready to move across the country after paying her college living expenses for the past two years. Know that the pain is only temporary and to spend some time doing things with your best friends. Go couch surf at theirs to be close to those that love you. It's an option. Uh, actually, that's not bad advice. Uh, again, the guy the guy hasn't made too much of a mistake. He's not. He has a spine to leave the girl after she's done, you know, what she's done. Guys, if your girl ever cheats on you, she'll cheat on you again. So it means you have to end the relationship. And um, good riddance, right? Because so long as you're not in a marriage or have children with her, um, it's not really that much lost, to be honest. In fact, uh, my argument is that men always win relationships. As long as you didn't have children, as long as you didn't have a marriage, um, where she treated you terribly, men the man wins the relationship. That's because man's time is... Um, so men have their SMV peak for longer than women. So let's say you're together for two years and she was, let's say, 24 to 26 is when you were with her. Those two years of SMV peak aren't coming back. So you got more value than she got out of you uh, if you think about the, the time scale. Of course, maybe you paid for everything, but still, um, your health, your potential SMV, um, you can make more money. She can't she can't make more youth. You see what I'm saying? All right, we're going to end the video there. Again, if you're new to the channel, like in the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. Um, if you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Just go there and subscribe to the Nebula tier. Again, I really appreciate your support. Again, it's patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Thank you so much for listening, especially if you took the time out of your busy day to listen to the end of the video. I really do appreciate it. You guys are wonderful, and I will see you next time.